Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick, and today's guest is Carla Oates, the beauty chef founder and CEO. Hi, Carla. Hello. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a crazy ride to get here for scheduling, and I really appreciate you working with us. And I've been a big fan of yours for a while, and I've seen your products all over. And I um, actually like really started to notice them a lot more. I think you guys did a partnership with Cafe Gratitude. Yeah, yeah, we did. And I just, you know, I've watched your line grow, and I'm super excited to get a sense of a few things from you, which is just in general, you know, launching a food product is such a big deal, especially I would say a probiotic, like fermented product. So I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about your journey there. And then kind of, you know, a little bit more about your like entrepreneurial journey, growing the brand. I think both are something that our audience is um, definitely hungry for learning and and I am myself as well. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey? I know you were an author and um, I know your daughter sort of inspired you to create your first sort of hero product. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, sure. I, my... So as a, as a child, I suffered from eczema and allergies and my mum took me to see a naturopath who eliminated certain foods from my diet and introduced other foods. And so from a very young age, I understood and learned that food really is medicine and that what we eat can really profoundly affect our skin health and our well-being, also how we feel. And, you know, fast forward years later in my early career as a journalist and I worked as a beauty editor for a mainstream newspaper and I was sent lots of uh, you know mass market skincare products and as a natural researcher looked at all the ingredients and became became quite disillusioned with the amount of toxic chemicals in skincare and so I, I also knew that you know beauty was really um, an inside out process and I had women from all over Australia writing to me at the newspaper and saying what can you recommend for our eczema, psoriasis, acne and there was nothing, you know, on all these products I was being sent, I'm thinking they're just going to cause more skin disruptions. They're just for these, you know, harmful chemicals. And so I decided to quit the newspaper. This is around 20 years ago now. And I really wanted to help change the paradigm in the beauty industry and educate people on how to look after their skin more holistically. And so I left the newspaper and I wrote a book called Feeding Your Skin for Penguin Books. I became the video for Wellbeing magazine. I penned a column called Do It Yourself Beauty for around six or eight years for the Sunday Telegraph, which is our main newspaper here. And I became wow. ambassador for the Biological Farmers of Australia out for 15 years and also Australian Organic. And then my daughter, who's now, she's almost 24, when she was 10, she also suffered from eczema and allergies. And so I kind of, from my own experience, I you know eliminated certain foods from her diet. And then I stumbled across some research that looked at the connection between certain types of gut bacteria and skin health and allergies. And so I decided to put my family on a gut healing protocol, and that included introducing lacto-fermented probiotic-rich foods into their diet. 
And it was incredible. Like I saw such a big difference in her skin, her well-being, um, the same as me and friends and family. I was giving them all my fermented foods and they were noticing not just their skin was more glowy, but their hair was stronger and more lustrous and their tummies felt better and they had more energy and better well-being. And so from there I created Glow in 2009, which back then was the world's first inner beauty powder and quite left to field and everyone thought it was very unusual. Um, and it's so interesting now, you know, I love the fact that people really understand how important fermented foods are and probiotic foods and how important gut health is for skin health and well-being. So it's taken a while, but I love the fact that, you know, before people have even thought about putting their makeup on in the morning, they've whipped up a, you know, a healthy smoothie for their skin health. So there's definitely a really great shift in the beauty industry, people really now embracing, uh, you know, beauty is wellness and wellness is beauty. Hey everyone, I'm interrupting this episode to tell you about Prima. 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are for stress-related issues. That's a huge number of conditions that can potentially be managed with lifestyle changes alone. Many of us are operating in survival mode, expecting our skin, bodies, and minds to thrive when we're running on empty. And that's why Prima is passionate about helping people manage their stress naturally with their range of products for mind, body, and skin. They're California-based and also purpose-led and have partnered with doctors to formulate products that specifically tackle this issue. Their products have also been clinically validated for skin, body, and mind. If you're interested in experimenting with CBD for daily stress, try Prima's The Daily CBD Capsules. Another way to incorporate CBD is as a sleeping aid. If you're in need of more restorative sleep and don't want to wake up groggy the next morning, their Sleep Tight is also an amazing way to improve sleep quality without the use of heavy meds. Prima is also offering our listeners an exclusive limited time 20% off offer with the code THEFULLEST. Head to prima.co forward slash the fullest to start feeling better naturally. That's beautiful. And I, I love the like bridge between your previous career and the product and, and what you've created at the beauty chef, because like you said, I mean, mainly like if there were going to be probiotic or lacto-fermented products out there, it was more, obviously yours are still supplements, but it wasn't marketed in this way as um, inner beauty, you know, an inner beauty supplement. And yours was definitely one of the first. And I think it's so cool because you had that experience of working at a newspaper or um, all these places where you are being sent, you know, products for beauty, knowing from your own experience that that was just masking things or making it worse, essentially with the toxins, but that you knew food was part of the beauty conversation. And, yeah. and I just think that's so cool that your daughter was able to really benefit from that and that your mom took you to see a naturopath. I mean, that's a big deal. And I always think about that because I'm a mom now and I had like a similar experience or people that come on this show or people that we talk to, you know, when you have that first, what that personal experience of I eat this way or I do this because it makes me feel better because I wasn't feeling well before. It's so much more profound. So yeah, um, that's, I'm assuming why it really stepped you at such a young age and why you were, you know, then able to obviously help your daughter. But 
I'm curious, like with a product like yours, I mean, how do you formulate that in a kitchen? You know, it's a powder. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like how, what did it start out as a powder? Because uh, obviously there are just uh, so many different ways to take in the benefits of probiotics. And, you know, I, I have a background and I went to culinary school for plant-based food and whatnot, but for you to you know, have that awareness of, okay, it like needs to be, I'm assuming you like thought about it needs to be easy to take, needs to be like in this form. So I'm curious how you like formulated it. Yeah. So I, I just started making fermented foods like sauerkraut and my coconut kefir in my kitchen. So I really just started and then I started experimenting with different, um, you know, vegetable combinations and putting lots of spices and herbs in my ferments. And then I found a company in Australia who um, had been fermenting for 30 years and I contacted them and I said, look, this is a recipe that I've been using um, and I will, I'd like to put it into a, a dried powder. And so I worked with them. Like, I think we did about 70 iterations of Glow before we actually put it to, you know, brought it to market. And wow. So <laughs> I worked with them on it uh, and they had a mother culture um, and a process that we call floriculture that has been used for 30 years. So this, you know, mother culture made up of a variety of lactic acid-producing bacteria as well as beneficial yeasts that we introduce into the ingredients and ferment over a period of weeks. And it supercharges the ingredients and also creates a broad-spectrum probiotic. So I love the fact that I started in my kitchen and then worked with this um, family-owned business that had been fermenting for around 30 years. Now we've built our own state-of-the-art fermentation plant over the last five years, which is really wow. cool. And we've been working with um, microbiologists and scientists to produce this amazing plant and to really take the floriculture fermentation process to the next level to get even more probiotic outputs, which is really, really exciting. And now we also add even more. Like we've got our fermented bases, but we add medicinal herbs and nutrients from whole foods to um, the base of our fermented um, products. So, for example, Glow's got a fermented whole food base, but we add Donaliella salina, which is a microalgae that's rich in pro-vitamin A for skin health. We also add um, sprouted quinoa, which is uh, rich in broad-spectrum B vitamins like biotin and niacinamide, which are really important for skin health. So we really, you know, we've got our sleep powder has a bio-fermented turmeric papaya base, but we add medicinal herbs like lemon balm and passion flower for sleep. So our, our products are not just fermented, they're complex, efficacious and really potent. Wow, that's amazing. I love that you work with the family-owned business as well and just growing it in Australia. But now, it's, I mean, it's global. And I'm curious, like I'm, I'm aware that... Um, I've been speaking recently with another, it's a different type of product, obviously. It's not like yours. It's a chocolate company. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but her name's Emika from Loco Love. And she had mentioned to me that Australia has changed some of its just guidelines when it comes to herbs, um, specifically like mushrooms and stuff like that. And some foods like can't have them in it, but I guess like some supplements can. But I'm curious, you know, as as someone who really pioneered this space, like, did you come across a lot of issues when it came to that and, and getting this out there and in form of, in the supplement form? Yes. So it's, that's a really good question. And and it's an interesting one because, you know, we really 
were the pioneers in this space. And we really do often sit on the, the kind of fence of food as medicine. So um, in Australia, it's different in the US, but in Australia, we have two um, regulation bodies and they are FASANTS, which is a food regulating body. And then we've got the TGA, which is the medicine regulating body. So we have products that fall into both the food and the medicine category. So depending on what we're trying to do and the claims that we want to make, we will um, they will fall into either food or medicine. So you do have to be really careful. And there's been huge with all the medicinal mushrooms um, in Australia. So they are seen as novel foods. So they're not permissible ingredients in food products. So there's a lot of products on the market at the moment that have been um, told to cease and desist because um, medicinal mushrooms are not approved food ingredients. Wow. But you guys don't use them in your products? Yeah, we do. We use medicinal mushrooms in um, a new product called Immune Foods. So we use shiitake, but shiitake is allowed in foods. And we, use, oh. and we use turkey tail, which is not a novel food. So we are really stringent in doing our reds. I love red reishi. I love cordyceps. I love lion's mane. I love all of the mushrooms. And I love turkey tail. So thankfully, turkey tail wasn't novel, but the other ones were, so I couldn't use them in my formula. So I've just got the shiitake and the turkey tail. That makes sense. I know. I love the mushrooms too. And I'm curious, what are your favorite herbs and why? Like I personally love mushrooms because I not only um, because of their powerful like ability to adapt, obviously their adaptogens to what we need, but it almost just feels so like esoteric in a way and like not of this world and um, just fungi in general. So I'm curious, like what are your go-tos? Uh, with mushrooms? With mushrooms or any other type of herbs, really. I love herbs. Uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with herbs and I just think they all have this, they're so, um, you know, they're so kind of magical but also, um, you know, therapeutic and effective, uh, you know, for human consumption and also been used for, you know, thousands of years. So, uh, you know, we use even our listed medicines like our sleep powder, for example, you know, we don't have when people are, oh, they're medicines, so are they like pharmaceutical products? It's like, no, they're just, you know, we use levels of herbs that are, you know, Western herbal medicine at therapeutic levels, like, you know, passion flower and lemon balm and sleep powder. So we can say that it, that it has sedative properties and helps to relieve mild anxiety and mild stress. And then we have a gut primer product which is used, um, you know, has been formulated naturopathically to help treat leaky gut. And it's got in there herbs like cyprium and milk thistle, which help to repair the lining of the gut as well as aloe vera and L-glutamine. Um, it's got levels of, of um, turmeric in there that we can say the product is anti-inflammatory. You know, these herbs have been used for so many thousands of years. The evidence is there on their um, safety and their efficacy as well. So we work very closely with a team of regulatory bodies to make sure that we're compliant and all of our products you know, we can make the claims on, on the ingredients. So I love all herbs. I love our, in our product adaptogen, we've got herbs like, you know, adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha and holy basil and licorice root. Um, I'm obsessed with herbs and their, you know, absolute efficacy and, and impact and positive impact on human health. So again, you know, I've got some of my favorite types of ingredients, my fermented foods that are our base, and then we add those medicinal herbs in our products as well. So do you feel like you, your favorite part of the business is really like for me, helping with the formulation and working on the product side of things? Or do you 
feel that you have like a strength as well with like growing the brand because it's just grown so fast too and it's amazing thank you so I guess I have such a passion I have a passion for lots of things that's part of my problem and why I'd say if there's one thing that you know I need to work on is a bit of work-life balance I do work a lot but I think it's because I'm passionate about my work and, um, you know, I love, I mean, I mean the, the CEO, the founder and the creative director. So I love working on the business side of things and I never thought I would, but I do. Um, I'm a creative at heart and I love producing, I love working with the MPD team on producing amazing efficacious products. And I love the, the art, you know, the art and creative direction as well in terms of the, the visuals of the brand and how it looks in that direction. So I get a lot of fulfillment out of wearing many hats. As the business grows, it becomes harder. (laughs) Well, I feel like what you've done is just such a great job at like elevating as well. I mean, the standard like supplement line, because not only is it, you know, a brand that people can trust and people trust you and uh, it's just also something that you can find at, you know, a more refined store. So I'm curious, like, did it, you have that vision for your brand when you first started it? I did. I did. I've always had such a strong vision and, and you know, I've never waved from my vision in the brand. Like it's interesting. I see other brands kind of jump on the bandwagon and change their direction depending on trends. But I've started with Glow. I started with my philosophy, which is around helping people be the healthiest and happiest versions of themselves through educating them on gut health as well as providing them with these biofermented elixirs and powders to help integrate them into their daily lives to support their gut health and well-being. And I've just never wavered from that vision. So, you know, it's um, I've always, you know, that's always been what I've wanted to do and, and to help people uh, realise the power of how important your gut health is. It's where 70% of your immune system lies, where we make nutrients, where we regulate our hormones, detoxifying enzymes, neutralise pathogens, make neurotransmitters. So it not only affects how we look, but also how we feel. Yeah. So I think that I agree, like gut health is just so important and one of the most, you know, obviously important systems or I don't know if it's like a system or organs in our body, but I mean, I've come across research about how much our brain is connected to it, that gut brain connection. But more recently, when I gave birth to my son, I found that he had a really rare genetic condition Mm -hmm. and it's something called MCAD, but basically it has to do with his mitochondria and methylation functioning. And, um, essentially he can never like go into ketosis is really what it comes down to. So it's very manageable and you can not tell that he has one, but through this diagnosis, I've learned so much about how our mitochondria literally like run our entire body and it's really our all within our gut. And I think, um, it's become such a buzzword that a lot of times like people are like, oh yeah, you know, like gut health. Yeah. I'm going to take my probiotic or whatever. But I, what I really appreciate about your line is that it's just like, like you said, you have this vision and you are completing this line of products that are truly for people's health and bringing it so that all of these elements are supporting our mitochondria, essentially, like everything I was looking through in your product line. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And we need things like 
really great sleep and you're offering something for that. You're offering something for people to um, take as an adaptogen because that's something that, like you said, it's, you know, there are pharmaceuticals that address specific things that people are going through, but something like taking a preventative products such as like one of yours, it's amazing because then you're just like really working on the upkeep and supporting that mitochondria. And I think people just forget and and really aren't aware fully of the research behind it. And I'm just curious, like what really inspires you? I'm sure like, I mean, I'm like this, like if I come across research and it really like validates whether it's something I'm doing or something I'm passionate about, it just you kind of like geek out on it and get so excited and get excited to share that with the world. So I'm sure you come across so much that we might not be aware of. So I'm curious what, you know, if there is anything new or, um, or what that, you know, is that you may have recently come across. I am. Um, yeah. I think that's really interesting. You talk about mitochondria and, you know, your journey sounds interesting. And, and, and I, and I guess, um, you know, I know that must be really hard for you having that experience, but it's really good to hear that, you know, Sounds like it's it's going to have minimal effect on your son, which is which is good, and it's mm-hmm. all over it. And um, and well done to you. Sound like a very you know caring mum. Thank you. Um, and the mitochondria, it's really interesting, and I and I think that's something that is great that you talk about because it's our you know the energy so it propels our energy in our body, and it's so important on a cellular level to support our mitochondria, and that comes down to you know um, really healthy diet. Supporting our gut health, um, eating well, trying to reduce stress and environmental stresses in our in our life, which is hard, right, in the modern day world. Uh, so I am again, you know, I still am obsessed with uh, fermented foods and whole foods and herbs and medicinal, you know, nutrients that can really help our assist and support our bodies through living in you know the modern day world. I mean, you know, I said to someone yesterday if we were living on top of a mountain you know, growing our own vegetables and, you know, having goats that we milk and make goat's cheese and (laughs) grass-fed meat with a beautiful stream that we had wild fish and, you know, no stress, then we wouldn't need supplements. And our mitochondria and our bodies would be a lot healthier. But the fact is, is that we live in cities, there's stress where there's more, you know, stress on people to earn a living and balance, you know, families and, um, and work. And there's more fast food and people don't get time to nourish themselves and their families properly and we've got pollution in our cities. And so how can we navigate that? I mean, you know, ultimately all of us work together to change that and try and slow down and, you know, look after our environment, look after each other, look after our communities and try and learn to nourish ourselves more by, you know, growing our own vegetables and, you know, eating, um, you know, home-cooked food. So I guess for me it really is, you know, there's lots of always trending ingredients from, you know, like, you know, at the moment medicinal mushrooms and, um, you know, adaptogens are very trendy and for good reason. I think they're amazing, um, they're amazing ingredients. But I think it really is for me around anything that supports gut health and cellular health which is good nutrition, plant-based foods, herbs. I mean, you know, when I say plant-based foods, we know that vegetables and fibrous foods favor your microbiome and your microbiome is what regulates your skin, gut, brain and immune health and metabolic health. 
So leafy greens, legumes, nuts, think Mediterranean diet, really important. But protein is also really important because we need protein for reproductive health. We need protein to help repair and grow our, you know, like tissues and especially for children and teenagers that are growing. Protein is super duper important. So we need just a very balanced diet is for me, um, you know, I'm really trying to, yes, all the fancy ingredients like adaptogens, medicinal mushrooms are amazing and so helpful for modern day life where we're more, under more stress. You know, medicinal mushrooms also have your beta-glucans, which are great for supporting our healthy immune system. But let's also not forget that we just need to have a really good diet, a, a baseline diet that's foundational to support our well-being. I totally agree. And it, I, I think that here, especially in the United States, and I know like Australia, I mean, the US and Australia are known for being the two countries that have the most obese population. And I think um, it's really interesting. I was just, do you, are you aware of who Bill Maher is? No. You know? Oh, he's the, like, he has basically a show here in the US and he's like executive producer on a lot of shows, but I don't have a TV, but someone sent me a clip of his recently. And I think he has a lot of amazing insight. And, and he was talking just a lot about the fact that what we've done in the sense of like, it's so important to be progressive and to be accepting and to be loving and to love ourselves and to love our bodies. And that's number one for sure. But I also think it's important not to necessarily normalize things like obesity, because I think that that takes away from the opportunity to to do things like this and to really push things like this and to really help people live their most optimal lives and feel really good about it. And so I think that we're in a space where being accepting and loving of ourselves is definitely number one. Mm -hmm. And then also remembering that like, it's not a bad thing to work because it's not a bad thing to work towards, you know, being the best version of ourselves. But then also on the flip side, I understand that like our society is in a place where, you know, we have social media and um, different different ways that we take in um, all this information where it's so easy to feel bad about yourself. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I'm just curious. Like, I think that your messaging is just so amazing and so important and so helpful when it comes to your products. And I'm also curious, like as a mom, yeah, you know how you share that information with your daughter. Look, I think it's a really good point. And, you know, my kids have grown up in Bondi Beach in Australia, which is like the social media capital of Australia. <laughs> so yeah. I remember my daughter was a teenager saying, Mom, it's really hard growing up in Bondi. There is so much pressure. Like every, you know, the whole body beautiful thing is so big here at Bondi Beach. It's just, you know, it's like glamorama. It's just, you know, full of glamorous, you know, um, people with, you know, model uh, model type bodies. and so. It, it's really hard for young girls to navigate, you know, that that whole social media landscape as well and the fine line as well between that the health industry, um, and I see it all the time with Instagram, you know, um, influencers and they're, you know, spruiking their healthy diets but they look so thin and it's like, you know, there becomes almost like this healthy, unhealthy obsession with healthy eating to the point where it's, it becomes about weight rather than just being healthy. Yeah. So 
I find that dangerous. And when, you know, and I see how many likes those people get when they look very undernourished. And I'm like, that's not healthy. And look, there are some people who are naturally very, very thin, but that is not, that's not the average. You know, women, you know, we're hormonal, our weight goes up and down. Um, you know, I'm all about embracing curves. When my daughter was growing up, I used to, you know, we'd watch video clips together and I used to always try and find women like Beyonce and go, oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. Look at that body. Her body is so beautiful. It's so voluptuous and womanly and, round, you know, like beautiful. Yeah. Um, but even that, you know, I still saw my, saw my daughter in her teens worrying about her weight because of, you know, what was around her and the environment and her peers. So I, I, I think it's, it's a really good conversation to be having. And on the flip side, as you talk about obesity as well, it's like, we want people to love their bodies, but it's all about we want, you know, you to be the healthiest version of yourself. And what what does that look like without being extreme as well? And I think when you focus more on what you put into your body and how you feel, that na- your body naturally will balance itself. So if you eat a diet rich in whole foods and you exercise moderately but regularly and you try and, you know, get out and breathe the fresh air and meditate and try not to be too stressed because we also know that stress is terrible for our complexion and our weight. Um, So I think it's focusing on those things and then you find that the other things just, you know, your weight kind of finds its own balance and, you know, so it's not focusing on your weight and going, how am I going to eat, you know, how am I going to eat? It's like if I just start to eat better and I'm going to feel better and then the weight, all of the other things will happen, my weight and my skin will be better because I'm not eating, you know? Yeah. I love that. And I think that one of the things that I love about products like yours is, especially like your hero product or the first one, like Glow that you launched, it's something that you can just add as part of your routine rather than focus on like, in the very beginning, maybe like what to eliminate, even though that's also part of it. But Mm -hmm. I think naturally when you start to train your palate and then you, you know, you have these probably endorphins from what you're eating and then it's easier to digest your food. And, and you have, I think food is just such a gateway towards like just feeling better in the rest of your life. And you've obviously shown that because then you also start to feel better because you're, you know, impurities or eczema maybe goes away. And, and then that gives you a little bit more confidence. And then you might have more clarity because of not having as much brain fog. And then maybe you can think more clearly. And then you find yourself in a healthier relationship or healthier relationships that surround you. And I think it's just so beautiful how food is that gateway. And I, that was definitely my experience. And so when I, when I come across brands such as yours, it just, it's really exciting because I think that that's something that I personally want everyone to be able to experience. And I wish that our governments and, and things like that made stuff like this more accessible for everyone, you yeah. know? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, food, as I said, it's, it is, it's medicine. And, and, you know, when you think about even that your gut regulates your immune system and it also regulates your me- metabolic health and your immune health and your brain health, so how you feel. And so basically what you put in your mouth affects the microbes in your gut, you know, affect all of those things. So 95% of the feel-good hormone serotonin is made in your gut. 
So it's so important to support gut health and the best way to support gut health is through a healthy diet and healthy lifestyle. So when people think, you know, that there's no connection between what they're putting in their mouth and how they're feeling and their mental health, we know that there's, a, you know, a um, information highway between the gut and the brain called the gut-brain axis and it can profoundly affect our mood and the way that we feel. And uh, we've been working on a project with the uh, Food and Mood Centre at Deakin University in um, Melbourne with Dr Felice, um, well, Professor Felice Jacker is doing a whole lot of work on the connection between what we eat, our gut microbiome and mental health. And wow. Yeah, so, you know, I believe that it is if we invested more, our government's invested more around education, nutrition in our schools and, you know, generally there would be such a reduction in the health issues that people face from obesity to mental health issues as well. I mean, our food is, you know, the fuel for our body and, it's what feeds our gut microbes and our mi- gut microbes control everything. I mean, there's more, there's more microbial genes um, in our body than there are human genes. We're 10 times more bacteria than we are human cells. So it's super important that we support those, those, um, those microbes and our, you know, our microbiome. Yeah. And I think even now too, I mean, I, I noticed that you have skin products too. And I think that that's another thing because our skin is our largest organ and we have a skin biome. And, and so what you're creating for that is really important, especially as we find ourselves in a time where we are germaphobes yes. because of, you know, like an, and global fear of um, essentially like a, a virus. Right. And so it's interesting because our body has the natural ability when supported and when we essentially aren't stripping it, then we're able to support it to fight these things naturally. And I think it's really interesting because I love that idea of having probiotics on the skin. And, and so, yeah, I'm curious if, um, right now you only have like cleanser or do you have more stuff in, and what's the premise around that or what inspires you around those products? Oh, so the topical, we've got two topical products. We've got the probiotic skin refiner, which is basically an extract, a biofermented whole food extract that's created from the fermentation of our powders. Um, and it's rich in um, postbiotics as well as lactic acid, so naturally rich in alpha-hydroxy acids to refine the skin, increase moisturizing factors in the skin, uh, stimulate collagen and balance in the skin's natural ecosystem. We don't add preservatives to it because it's naturally got a low pH of 3.5. It self-preserves. It refines the skin. It's an amazing product. And I love the fact that it's a byproduct from our fermentation process. And we also have our um, Florifix Balm, which is rich in biofermented ingredients. Um, and, of course, when you ferment ingredients, it makes the nutrients more bioavailable. So, for example, you know, we ferment um, foods like legumes and grains that are rich in your amino acids. And when you ferment it, it breaks down to peptides that are more easily absorbed into the skin to create, to smooth the skin and refine the skin. But the new research that looks at the skin microbiome is really interesting because there is a connection between the skin microbiome and the gut microbiome. And research shows that our skin microbiomes, what we do topically to our skin, can affect our immune system. So we can't disregard people think about, you know, it's interesting, we think about our head and our body is separate, but they're not. What we print our body affects our brain health. What we put on our skin affects us internally. What we put into our bodies affects us externally. So you know, we've got this whole ecosystem that we need to treat as a, you know, complete holistic, um, you know, um, 
organism rather than going, okay, well, what's on our skin is different from inside of us. It's like, no, it all, they all affect each other. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, and so I appreciate when that you're, you know, looking at both and you're offering a super holistic way of taking care of ourselves. And, and it just makes so much sense for what you're doing. And I'm excited for you to continue to spread the message. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us. Ah, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure.